Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought you would clap onto the Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Are you glad to be in church today? And I want to take this opportunity to wish all mothers and all wives a happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I want to say to you, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Sit down, please. Sit down. Amen and amen. Amen. Mother's Day was officially instituted in the 1900s. Mother's Day, almost in the 1900 And it came about as a result of a woman called Anna Jarvis's efforts. Jarvis. Jarvis' efforts. Her name was Anna Jarvis. Anna Jarvis. Uh-huh. And she pushed to have Mother's Day instituted. First of all, to honor her own mother. Who was called Anne Reeves Jarvis. And when her mother died in 1905. She pushed to have Mother's Day instituted to honor the sacrifices that mothers make. And since that time, it's become one of the special events that is celebrated across the world. I think that currently more than 50 countries observe Mother's Day. Wow. And today we want to say thank you to all mothers and all wives. We acknowledge you as special gifts from God to us. And you are good gifts. And the Bible says every good gift comes from above. We honor you and celebrate you today for your love, for your selflessness, for your patience, for the comfort you bring to us, for all the tenderness that we receive from you. Our lives will not be the same without you. And on behalf of all your sons and daughters, be it biological or be it spiritual, we want to salute salute you, oh mother and wife, and say thank you very much for all the love and all the sacrifices you make. Can I at this time invite all mothers and wives to rise to your feet as we acknowledge and celebrate you at this time. This song is in honor of you. And if you are standing by them, shake their hands and congratulate them. The floor is for you, mothers and wives. Stop, 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 stop,
celebrate you, mothers. We celebrate you. Sometimes you are not appreciated amply enough for all you do. But today we say to you that God, the rewarder, has never lost sight of your sacrifices. And he will honor you appropriately. God bless you, mothers. Sweet mothers you are. And sweet wives you are. God bless you. At the tail end of the service, we are going to pray for you. Another hand clap for them, please. Really, I shouldn't be preaching today. Mama D was supposed to preach. I don't think you heard me. I said she was supposed to preach. <laughs> but last minute, she told me that she felt in her spirit that she shouldn't preach this year, but next year. And you see, when somebody starts using the name of the Lord, you can't argue with the person. It has often been used to blackmail us. So what option did I have? I had to carry the mantle again. And share the word of God with you. So please endure me for today. <laughs> and for this year's Mother's Day. Next year by the grace of God. Mama D will minister wow. to you. And we are going to take advantage of Mother's Day 2024 to officially launch our women's ministry. Amen. Amen. So let's start working and gearing ourselves towards that. Amen. 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 I'm going to share the word of God with us very briefly. And I want us to read some scriptures to start off with. Isaiah chapter 64 verse 8. It says, and yet, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are the porter. We all are formed by your hand. Psalm 68 verse 4 to 5. Sing praises to God. And to his name. Sing loud praises to him. Who rides the clouds. So this is Psalm 68 4 to 5. His name is the Lord. Rejoice in his presence. Father to the fatherless. Defender of widows. This is God. Whose dwelling is holy. Matthew chapter 6 verse 8 to 9. Don't be like them. 
for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Pray like this. Our father in heaven may your name be kept holy. 1 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 6 But for us there is one God the father by whom all things are created and for whom we live. And there is one Lord Jesus Christ through whom all things were created and through whom we live. Bow down your heads and let us pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this time to receive your word. I pray that you will speak to us this morning and that your Holy Spirit will, gav- will grant us understanding. Bless each and every one of us through the preaching of your word. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say amen. Amen. All right. Now, I read four scriptures to us. And there's really one thing that runs common to all of them. All the scriptures I read reveal God to us as our Father. And indeed, that is who God is to us. He is our father. Lift up your hand and say, God is my father. My father who is in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there is a certain perception that we have of fathers. This perception has been fueled by the type of earthly fathers we had. So consciously or unconsciously, we see our heavenly father in a certain way. Often influenced by how our earthly fathers were. Because possibly the only example you had of a father was your earthly father. And so consciously or unconsciously, when you think about God, you think about him in a certain way based on how your earthly father was to you. So, anytime we talk about fathers, there is a way your mind works. And there is a way you see them. And there is a way you perceive them. So, let me ask you, that when we talk about a father, what comes to your mind? What are the sort of things that you begin to think of? What is your understanding of fathers or how did you see your father? So help me to preach. How do you see fathers? Who are fathers? And what do you think about fathers? Talk to me. A provider. A provider. What else? Mr. No Nonsense. Mr. No Nonsense. So when you think of a father, you think of who? Mr. No Nonsense. What else do you think of? Protector. Protector. What else? Counselor. 
What else? You see, you are trying to give me only the nice things. But when you do that, you are not being honest. Because there are other things you think about when you think about fathers. And that is how you saw your earthly father. So all the nice things you said are true. But I think that what Pastor James said is probably one of the most honest answers that I can get. Tell me more. When you think about your father, what do you think of? Strict. Strict. You think of your father as a don't go there. Is that not so? When you think of your father, you think of there is fire on the mountain when he's coming. When he's coming, it's like there's fire on the mountain. And when, when you think of your father, you're thinking of somebody who is always alone. He doesn't talk much. His words are few. His words are come, go. And then the next one is pam. Many people had fathers like that. And for those of you who did not have fathers like that, you are greatly privileged. But some of the things that we've mentioned today are likely the reasons why people don't really like their fathers. Because when they think of them, they see all of these things. Now, because of some of these experiences, people and believers tend to see our heavenly father sometimes in a negative light because of what you saw and because of what you experienced and the positive things you mentioned about fathers they are actually all, all traits of our heavenly father he is strong he is a provider he is a protector. He is ten. He is a disciplinarian. God is all of this. He is all of these good things we said about fathers. But I want you to understand today that our heavenly father is a father he really is a father. But father though he is, God is also very motherly. He is not just a father. But he is also very much a mother and is very motherly. And today, I want to draw your attention to the motherly tendencies of God. So I'm sharing a message with you. The title of it is Our Heavenly Father Ever So Motherly. Our Heavenly Father Ever So Motherly. Our heavenly father ever so mother. I think that all good fathers have motherly tendencies. That's what I believe. You know, I am just reminded of that there have been occasions on Mother's Day when I have received messages from certain people 
wishing me happy mother's day yeah we should happy mother's day it amuses me sometimes but some of the times i am touched by it i remember somebody sent this message to me she said you are not just a father but with a mother's heart. You played this role in my life. Happy Mother's Day. Love you, baby. Alright, so that, this is one of the messages I received some time ago. And it amused me, but it also touched me. Another person said, thank you for having a motherly heart toward me. Ever since I met you. Thank you for not giving up on me. So that's what somebody also said. I mean, I don't usually get messages on Mother's Day. And I understand. Because my time comes later on when we are doing Father's Day. But for some people, perhaps because of a certain opportunity that God gave me to minister to them, they saw certain things about my relationship with them that reminded them of a mother's love. And I'm emphasizing again that all good fathers they have motherly tendencies. And our heavenly father has motherly features. Which I want to quickly draw your attention to. Because it's important to understand this about him. Otherwise, if you cast him in a certain stereotype of a father, it will affect your relationship with him. And you cannot get the very best of God in your life. So our heavenly father ever so motherly. So what are these motherly features of our father in heaven? Number one, and there are just a few of them that I'll talk about today. A good mother longs to have her children around her. So does our heavenly father. A good mother longs to have her children around her. So does our heavenly father. Matthew 23. Verse 37. Good mothers like to have their children around them. And our heavenly father is like that. In Matthew 23:37, Jesus lamented and said, Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem. The city that kills the prophets. And stones God's messengers. How often I have wanted to gather your children together. Note that. How often I have longed to gather your children together. That is to say, I long to have you, my children, around me. As a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings. But you wouldn't let me. Jesus Christ was lifting up a lamentation here. He was lamenting about Israel. But in his lamentation, he reveals the heart of the Father to us. 
and he reveals that the heart of the father is to have us around him and to fellowship with him now that thing is actually a motherly tendency because a typical father usually when the children are coming around what do they say go to your mother Go to your mother. Go to your mother. Go to your mother. Go to your mother. Or when the child is crying. <laughs> I remember when my children were babies. Sometimes I'll be carrying maybe one of them trying to sing the child to sleep. I'll be singing sleeping, 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 sleeping. Then I'll sing roses whisper goodnight in the silvery night I sleep in the dew. Something, something of you when the dawn peeper through God will wake them and you. When the dawn people through, God will wake them. I'll be singing those songs. Willing the child to go to sleep. But he won't sleep. Then he'll be crying. At the point, I'll take him to his mother and tell her your child. <laughs> Is refusing to sleep. Collect your thing. That is a typical of fathers as we know them today. Especially in our part of the world. It is a motherly tendency to have the children around her. That's a good mother. To have the children around her. So when I look at my children, when I'm looking for them and I can't find them, they are usually with their mother. And there are times when I can't find her, then when I check, she is with the children. Even at their age, they are always talking. And I don't know what they talk about all the time. Because I talk to them. I hang around with them. But the way they talk to their mother all the time they talk and talk and talk. My daughter the one that amazes me is this my son. (laughs) Because I see him as quiet. But the sort of things he talks to his mother about, it amazes me. I am close to them. Don't get me wrong. But there is something about them with their mother, which is a mother's thing. That's what it is. And I want you to understand that our heavenly father has that thing where he wants us around him. He wants us to fellowship with him. He wants us to spend time with him. It is a mother's thing. And our heavenly father, he has that. And he wants to gather his children around him. And that is why you will notice that the female species of animals all have that thing. Their children are always with them. Their children like to gather around them. I say it is a motherly thing. And I'm announcing to you today 
that your heavenly father he likes to have us around him to fellowship with him to spend time with us never see God in the way you saw your earthly father how that you couldn't spend time with him that after a little time with him it begins to feel awkward and then now you want to move away and go and do something there are some homes they are all together maybe with the mother talking and chatting when they hear that daddy is coming then immediately they scatter then everybody finds somewhere to go and for some fathers they find it very painful because they will come into the hall and see signs that there were people here in the hall before I came but it's like as soon as I arrived everybody has cut it what is it about me sometimes it is because of how fathers relate with their children and they only present themselves as the stern serious Mr. No Nonsense kind of person if you grew up with a father like that you may easily see our heavenly father in that same light but may I correct that perception that you have that with our heavenly father he has a motherly tendency of wanting us to be around him and of wanting us to gather around him from the very beginning in the garden of Eden God revealed that thing about himself because in the cold of the day he used to come to the garden and spend time with Adam and Eve they did not go to where God was God came to where they were so that he would be with them and be around them and fellowship with them. That is a motherly tendency. And I'm announcing to you today that your heavenly father wants you to draw close to him and to spend time with him. When you draw close to him, he will draw close to you and you will have deep intimate fellowship with him. Clap your hands and bless the name of Jesus. Number two a good mother fiercely protects her children so does our heavenly father our heavenly father ever so motherly why do I say so because a good mother fiercely protects her children and so does our heavenly father in the earlier scripture we read in Matthew 23 37 the second part says how often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings. So God is comparing what he wants to do with us to what a mother hen does with her children. Have you noticed how some mother hens and even you, you may find that with dogs how they are very protective of their children. There are some hens when you are getting close to her chicks she stretches out the feather in a very threatening way and then sometimes they begin to do a one-legged movement. How many have seen that before with mother hens? It's like I'm sending a warning to you that you are my master. 
You are my mistress. But where my children are concerned, you cannot touch them. And you cannot come close to them. So you have a dog who has just given birth. Very friendly. Who plays with you. But when that dog feels that you are threatening her, she begins to react and as you are getting close you are getting close to give her food but you bear her teeth and begin to do there are some dogs who even attack their owners because they felt they were threatening their puppies. It is a motherly thing. Look at this other scripture in Hosea chapter 13 verse 8. Hosea 13 verse 8. Our heavenly father ever so motherly. Hosea 13 verse 8 like a bear whose cups have been taken away. That's the key word for bear. Ooh. I never knew this. So it says, like a bear whose cups have been taken away. I would tear out your heart. So this scripture is describing how a bear will respond when you threaten her cups. And God is describing that tendency with himself. Like a mother hen will protect the children. God wants us to understand that that is how he wants to protect us. There are mothers who grow very wild. When you try to do anything to harm their children. Some of them you can't even correct their children. Have you had two mothers quarreling before? Because one person beat the other's child. It is not an easy thing. It is a motherly thing. So you come home and you say, Ma, Auntie Ajele knocked me on the head. There are mothers who grow wild. Say, you said what? What's saying? She knocked you on the head. What did you do? Or sometimes they won't yeah. even ask what you did. <laughs> They'll just go straight there. I said, Auntie Ajele. Auntie Ajele. Auntie Ajele. Auntie Ajele. <laughs> you are so some way. May the Lord forgive you. Very fiercely protective of their children. And I want to say to you that you are very dear to the heart of God. And God is on the lookout for you and I all the time. Not prepared to allow anybody or anything to hurt us. To harm us. And to destroy us. I want you to understand that God is looking out for you. That is why for me it is so sad how people are so afraid of the devil's power to harm us. Instead of focusing on God's power to protect us and to keep us from evil. Sometimes the way Christians talk and sometimes some of the prayers that are lifted it gives an impression of the devil being all powerful and your heavenly father being 
week that he stands by and the devil is able to have a field day with all of us. How unfortunate it is to think that way. The devil is real. Demons are real. Evil spirits are real. But may I announce to you that when it comes to power and the exhibition of power, there is no way at all that the power of the devil can be compared to the power of God. May I declare to somebody today that God is looking out for you and he has that motherly thing where he's ever ready to shield and protect his children and to protect us from evil and from harm. May you enter into that understanding of your relationship with your heavenly father that is looking out for you and is ready to shield you and to protect you. Clap your hands unto the Lord. A good mother lovingly cares and provides for her children. So does our heavenly father. Deuteronomy 32 verse 9 to 14. A good mother lovingly cares and provides for her children. So does our heavenly father. And in Deuteronomy 32 verse 9 to 14. It says for the people of Israel belong to the Lord. Jacob is his special possession. He found them in a desert land. In an empty howling wasteland. He surrounded them and watched over them. He guarded them as he would guard his own eyes. Like an eagle that rouses her cheeks and hovers over her young. So he spreads his wings to take them up and carry them safely on his pinions. The Lord alone guided them. They followed no foreign gods. He let them ride over the highlands and feast on the crops of the fields. Notice, he nourished them with honey from the rock and olive oil from the stony ground. He fed them yogurt from the head. He fed them yogurt from the head. And milk from the flock. Together with the fat of lambs. He gave them choice rams from Bashan. And goats together with the choicest wheat. You drank the finest wine made from the juice of grapes. Now God, this scripture is describing how God provides for his own. And I like that reference to how eagles take care of their cheeks. And the female species of animals, they also do that. The good ones. There are some also, when they get tired, they eat their young. So sometimes you find a female dog who is bored <laughs> or hungry. They will just eat her puppies. But the good ones, they will go to every extent to provide for their young. And like the mother eagle, she will go hunting for food and 
come with the food and tenderly feed her young providing for them providing for them and protecting them ladies and gentlemen that thing is a motherly tendency and there are good mothers even when they don't have enough sometimes the father will say there's no money there's no money then when you keep insisting he will say I said I don't have money what do you want me to do do you want me to go and rob a bank then you will see the mother she begins to make all kinds of moves so she can provide for her young she will go to any extent sell her cloth sell her precious jewels sell things that are dear to her because my children have to eat my children have to be provided their fees have to be paid. Some fathers will just sit back. It's like, I don't have. It. And you can't force me. But with a mother, whatever she has to do, and sometimes mothers do terrible things in order to be able to provide for their children. And some of you can relate with what I'm talking about. You know the extent to which your mother went to provide for you. Sometimes they are seen as beggars as they go round to get a little money so that they can provide for their children. God bless mothers like that. And our heavenly father has that motherly tendency that he will go to any extent to provide for us. He demonstrated this by the extent he went to to work out your salvation and my salvation. That he gave his only begotten son so that he can provide salvation and redemption for us. Our heavenly father ever so motherly and as a good mother loving cares and provides for her children so does our heavenly father provide for us let's end number four a good mother never forgets her nursing child so our heavenly father never forgets us Isaiah 49 verse 14 to 15 it says yet Jerusalem says the Lord has deserted me. Fredo, the Lord has forgotten us. Never can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I will not forget you. And that is a motherly thing. Mothers, even with their babies, it's amazing how they are able to respond to their slightest sound. Even when they are deep in sleep, when the child does, they hear it. It's not a normal thing. The father will sleep through the noise. And if he can't sleep, he would take his pillow and go to the hall or the guest room. This one says, and go and sleep outside. Yeah, because the child is disturbing me. But a mother, a good mother, she always has her nursing child in her mind, in her subconscious. No matter how tired she is, when the child does, she wakes up. And she wakes up. 
because the child is always ladies and gentlemen you are always on God's mind always always no matter where you are no matter where you go and he says about himself in relation to us that he never sleeps that he never slumbers sometimes we run away from him and we go far from him but he doesn't forget us he doesn't write us off he doesn't see us as a lost case he always remembers us and he's always on the lookout for us so there's a song that says there's no place I can hide from your love everywhere I go I feel your presence describing how God relates with us how he relates to us we are never out of his mind and never out of his sight and that is the heavenly father but ever so motherly you are always on his mind did you say that God has forgotten about you did you say that God has given up did you say that God is not interested in you did you say that he can't see you where you are and he can't see you in that hole. So one songwriter wrote and said, There's no place I can hide from your love. I can only survive through your love. Show me somewhere to go. A place you don't know to cover my soul on the wings of that love I might fly to the ends of the earth beyond the sky I could go You'd always be there wherever I go. That is your God. And He has that tendency and that feeling about us and that inclination towards us. And the good mother never forgets her child never gives up on a child. And so it is with the heavenly father. He is the one who is always waiting for us. Waiting for us to come. And to draw close to him. You see him as very stern. Very serious. No nonsense. A disciplinarian. A God who rebukes and corrects. He is all of these things. But he is also a God with a motherly heart. And there's that thing about him that he never forgets his people. They say to me, he hasn't forgotten about you. Like a mother will never forget a suckling child. Your heavenly father. He hasn't forgotten about you. In your pain. In your sorrow. In your despair. In your confusion. As you shed those tears. You are very much on his radar and he sees you and he's not only looking at you helplessly but he's actually working out things for you I know that sometimes you feel all alone and it's like there's nobody who can see what I'm going through I seem to be forgotten nobody seems to remember 
I want to announce to you that you have a heavenly father who is ever so motherly and he hasn't forgotten about you. He has it. He has it. The prayers you prayed all this while, he's heard each and every one of them. He knows exactly what he's doing with you. He knows exactly what he's up to where you are concerned. You may feel that he doesn't remember you. But I want to announce to you that I said, good mother never forgets a suckling child. Your heavenly father never has forgotten about you and you would never forget about you. Clap your hands unto the Lord. The last one as we close. There's no place I can hide from your love I can Number five, and the final one. A good mother comforts her children. So that's our heavenly father. A good mother comforts her children. That's why when children are crying, usually they will run to their mother. Sometimes to their father. But very often, when they are looking for comfort usually who do they run to to their mother because sometimes the father gets irritated by the crying and you say if you don't stop crying if you don't stop that nonsense you will see what I will do to you how many of you have ever run to your father for comfort and he ended up beating you rather has anybody experienced that before yes so it's a motherly thing and good mothers have that to comfort to console and Isaiah 66 verse 13 it says I will comfort you there in Jerusalem as a mother comforts her child and that is what God does for us it is part of his motherly tendencies towards us to comfort us that is the reason why he took that decision that he was going to send the Holy Spirit to us whose other name is the Comforter because he knows that there are going to be times in our lives where we will need comfort where we will need consolation where we will need to be held and consoled and he decided that not only am I saving these people but I'm going to send my spirit to them to comfort them to wipe their tears away to encourage them them to lift their heads up in their times of pain, their times of loss, their times of unhappiness, their times of despair, their times of confusion. And as a good mother comforts her children, our heavenly father comforts us. Ladies and gentlemen, receive the comfort of the Lord. Receive it for whatever pain that you are carrying. Amen. He's waiting for you to come close to so that you can receive that comfort from Hallelujah. Amen. There's a song we sing. Comforter That's who you are to me Comforter The name that fits so perfectly that passes on understanding comforter that's who you are to me lift your hand and sing with me you are comforter 
That's who you are to me. so motherly. And I've shared this message with you on Mother's Day. To help you to see God in this light as well. He's not just a provider. He's not just a protector. He's not just a God who disciplines us. A God who corrects us. But he has motherly tenderness towards us. And he's a God that you must never run away from. But he's a God that you must always run to. So he says, let us therefore come boldly onto the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And for all mothers and wives, I pray for you that that motherly tendency of God will be deposited in your heart. Especially when you have a deficiency in any of the areas that I've mentioned. May God impute that thing about him that makes him a good mother may he impute it to you Amen. and may you have these qualities of a good mother Amen. in the name of Jesus, Jesus. and as every head is bowed and every eye closed I want to pray with you my friend I know that time is gone and we've exceeded our time but please bear with me and I want to give you an opportunity to experience the love of God. To experience his tender care. His protection. His comfort. To experience this God who never forgets his children. You must meet him. And you must surrender your life to him. Today is your day of salvation. Oh, how lovely for it to be said that for you, you gave your heart to Jesus during Mother's Day. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. 
I want to give my heart to the heavenly father who is ever so motherly. I want to experience his love, his comfort, his patience, and his kindness. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to encounter this Jesus. I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'm going to pray for you. If you're watching us and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, you can lift up your hand right where you are. And right now I want to lead you in a simple prayer. I'm not going to ask you to step forward, but I'm going to lead you to pray this prayer. Say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me. Like a mother loves his, her children, so do you love me. Like a mother cares for her children, so do you desire to care for me. Today I run to you. I give you my heart. I give you my life. I receive you, oh Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me with your precious blood. From today, I claim you to be my Savior, my Lord, my Master, my Comforter, my everything. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say Amen. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.